the presidential executive, y'all. What's going on? It's your boy JB, the executive here. My boy Rag over over here, El Presidente. What to do, my guy? Man, you got it, man. I see you got the gorilla brain on again. Got the gorilla brain. You know what I'm saying with the executive mindset here. Gotta have it. You know, we was uh, expecting one of our guests here today. Don't break the internet. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Like button, you man, know. Man. Hit the like button. But here. it's going to be soon, y'all. It's going to be soon. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to make sure. Well, rest in peace to his father-in-law because I know their family is going through it. So uh, For sure. You know, just prayers to, to the family. Um, and I can't remember his wife's maiden name, but just prayers to the Sanders. And um, Yeah. For sure, for sure. His wife's family. Go ahead right now, uh, like this video right now, y'all. Go ahead, push that like button. Go ahead, subscribe to the Prez X. That's on all social media platforms. Share it. Yes, share, like, subscribe, do all that stuff, y'all, so we can get out there and shoot out there on that algorithm. Help, yeah, YouTube's algorithm, when you do that, you help out the algorithm, and we need all that algorithm love. Yeah, and we appreciate everybody that has been uh, following and actually watching and viewing. I'm seeing the views, you know, continue to go up, and everybody watching our older episodes, and, you know, continue to do that, y'all, and you can catch us on all podcast platforms. Of course, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. And, of course, if you want to support the Prez X, uh, any type of financial or dollar amount, we're also on Venmo at the Prez X. That's at T-H-E-P-R-E-Z-E-X. What it do, my guy? Man, not too much, man. Slow motion. Slow motion. Slow motion. Man, let's just go and get right into this. Um, if you haven't seen the executive mindset, I did a small uh tidbit on the blind brian flory's uh coach brian flory's uh situation with the nfl and you know he's suing the nfl for um hire you know racist hiring practices and um you know but you know i thought that was interesting because i think that's a a smorgasbord of uh conversation that you can you know even kind of get into uh for me personally and I was talking to my guy McDay, you know what I'm saying? Right, you right. know, he out there in Florida, out there in the in the golf world, and you know, we both you know, we all kinda in corporate America, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I've been I would say in corporate America for almost about fifteen years. And um just when you look at it, when you're talking about, you know, being a part of, you know, some hiring processes and doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so me personally, like, like me. The reason how I got the job that I have, people, oh, JB got a good job, like, is because of somebody that I knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have the resume or, right. you know, quote unquote credentials. You know, I was a young cat, 24, 25 years old, not too far removed from college. You know what I'm saying? Working at FedEx, you know, slanging mm-hmm. them boxes, doing what I do, bartending, you know, teaching tennis lessons on the side, doing all right, that right, stuff. Right. And so, you know, I necessarily wasn't qualified to be going in that type of environment doing what I do. And so me personally, I got and and the dude that helped me out was black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Creighton from our church. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know I'm what I'm saying? Smart, right. Yeah. And so and he didn't necessarily knew me. He knew my folks, my right, pops. Right. You know what I'm saying? He knew I was back in town, blah, blah, so blah. It was just a level of familiarity. Right. That he had, even though it wasn't with you directly. Right. But you were not an unfamiliar person. Wasn't unfamiliar at all. And I mean, honestly, I don't know how many I've actually told this part, but we was at Sunday at church one time. And like I said, I, I wasn't 
Mark Crane's BFF, but he knew my parents. And like, he literally sat beside me. He didn't know anything about my situation or anything like that. And he came like, he said, the Lord told me that, we know, whatever you're, you're designing, what you're looking for, you, you, you're going to get it and, and walked away. I didn't know who he was at that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, okay, okay. you know, da, da, da. And so fast forward, you know, maybe three weeks later, you know, he got my information from, you know, my dad or whatever. And then he hit me up. It was like, you know, do a walk around. And, you know, eventually I got the job and, you know, the rest is history. I've been, you know, on the Navy base for almost 14, 15 years. Right. And so, you know, given with the net, bring it back to this whole Brian Flores thing, which he's saying with the races tactics, which I agree. I think the stuff that he's putting out there is definitely true. Like we've experienced, we've seen a lot. You know, people getting, you know, uh, black coaches not having a, a longer rope than, you know, other white coaches. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, it's, to me, it's like, yeah, but you at the end of, you can't legislate desire. You know what I'm saying? Like for people, just like me and you got a company, okay? We're going to have we're gonna have a whole podcast network or whatever, right? Uh, we're going to, you know, we got Crown Vic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Familiarity. We're familiar with him, right. his family, his report. You know, Crown right. Vic Entertainment. You know, and then now. And so in our network, could that possibly consist of like, you know, the church letting us do the podcast? <laughs> uh, Message. No, I'm just playing. Uh, that, could JB. be. Could be. I, Vic going to shoot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Vic going to shoot it. I'll be a producer. Let's do it. They don't want to have me on camera. Let's do that. So, but if we do that, we, we're going to hire people that we're comfortable with. We're going to hire people that more than likely 78% going to look like us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the owners, even though it's some other uh, other stuff under underneath that, like they're going to hire people that whether you like it or not, like that they're comfortable with that, that look like them. You know what I'm saying? So at the at the end game, it's like, how can you legislate that to where now you're going to fo force these dudes to necessarily hire somebody just because they're qualified? Because just like I was saying, like, even when I got my job. I know some other people more qualified than me mm -hmm. than, than get the job that I had, but I had the relationship. Mm -hmm. I had I knew people in different areas that can, you know, push me up and, you know, get me that type of job, you know, making that type of salary at that time. And so, and it was just a fit, you know? And so, and just like with this situation with Brian Flores, like, I think it's a lot of black coaches that are qualified, you know, but it's like, I mean, do they want to have Sunday dinner with you? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so just like, would you rather have Sunday dinner with me or with, uh, you know, some other dude that, you know, has all the other stuff on paper mm -hmm. that you want? But, you know, I check all the boxes as far as I'll get your jokes. I won't get offended. You know what I'm saying? You won't have right. to. You know what I mean? And so that's what I think some of these owners are. uh thinking about not all because it is some shady stuff going on behind closed doors but my thing is can you prove it uh well i mean apparently they can <laughs> apparently hugh jackson can apparently uh brian flores that. can uh apparently uh uh marvin lewis has been doing some interviews now he hadn't said anything about the the lawsuit but they all have spoken about things that have gone on um under the table and so like yeah. I wish 
like I had kept certain documentation because like you talked about at FedEx, like you st- everybody starts off throwing boxes. Right. But then you get to the corporate level to where now you're not touching a box. And so like I was the step below. I was taking the management classes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was in the Aspire program. So and, and I was looked at as one of those people that like he has the mind to he can run a flight. He is a leader of men. Like he has the the mental capacity. You know, uh, he, he's very cordial. People like him. But at the same time, I was a person, you know, don't give me the employee handbook. I'm going to read it. All right. So now when you're asking me to do stuff, you're my manager and you're asking me to do stuff that goes against the company policy. And I know that if I get caught by another senior manager, that's my butt on the chopping block. So I would ask my manager, can you give it to me in writing? And that would rub some of them the wrong way. So now, and it would get to the point that like, if you work with me and like, you might've been a driver or something, I'm not finna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how many kids you got or your family. I'm not finna try to throw you under the bus. If I could do whatever I can do to help you as another black man and as somebody I'm cool with, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I had managers who didn't like that. I had managers who would be looking, what did JB do? Did he drop a can? You know, like, I'm like, dude, you want this man to lose his job, lose his insurance? He got kids he got to feed for what? Like, what do you gain from this? And just got a kick out of writing up another nigga. Like, that's like a sit. But again, my white counterparts or like your white counterpart, if he was a driver, damn near run somebody over. Oh, well, you know, what had the, the light got in your eyes? Somebody was coming. They would come up with every excuse so that this person wouldn't right. have to get written up. But if it was you yeah. and you could have had every valid reason of why you had an accident or something, but they want me to throw you on. And I, and I wasn't going. Mm-hmm. And so now it got to a point to where every time something happened, they were looking to. And not all like, like I said, now I had some black, my, my black managers all loved me. Would do anything for me. Yeah. You know, essentially, I was in a situation where I resigned so I wouldn't get fired. And essentially, I just had a flight go out late. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. You know, you worked out if it happens all the time. Situation wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, but I owned it. I was like, look, I should have checked the can number. The can number that my other, you know, that I was given wasn't the right can number, but I put it in the system. That's my error. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. like, essentially, they were trying to. Say I purposely sabotaged my own flight. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I resigned. And again, my black manager told us, so resign so you won't get fired. So a couple months you can reapply. You can get your same job back, same pay, your seniority out there. So check this out. I go apply for this company called Red Dot while I'm going through this whole situation. They have a warehouse supervisor position. And because I've been a ramp agent at this point, almost 10 years at FedEx, Mm-hmm. I'm qualified to run a warehouse. So again, I'd have been coming to work khakis like Jake from State Farm. I wouldn't have had to touch nothing. Right. I apply for the job. They tell me like you're qualified, but you're really overqualified, but we can start you off $65,000 a year. Dude, I'm 27. Right. $65,000 a year. Right. Starting yeah. off, yeah. and it's like I my top out, you know, if I stay with it, my top out was like 100k. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, you know what? Let me go and turn this two week notice in the Fed. Man, I got me another gig. I'm straight. As soon as I get over there, they say, uh, Roche, uh, we hate to tell you, uh, we pulled the position you applied for, uh, but we still want you, but we got to start you off at the bottom. So I went from making $20 an hour at Fed to 
Now I'm making nine dollars and thirteen cents. Right. Check this out though. I'm at Red Dot. After they hired me at the bottom, two mm-hmm. months later, they reposted the warehouse supervisor, hired an older white guy who was retired. Right. By the way, so he had retired from another company. Right. You got to pay him more than sixty five. So he started off at like almost eighty. Because he had done that for thirty years, mm-hmm. so you pay him more and bring me in all, and and again they did me with the whole like how Flores is, is like you know the Rooney Rule and everything like that when they reposted it, oh Roche you had got this job come on apply for it yeah and they just had me go through the motions of saying that they interviewed me for the position when they knew they were going to hire this mm-hmm. white guy and essentially the person who was over the company had wanted to hire this white guy. And the lady who was over personnel, Uh she had me come in there and she had tears in her eyes. And she was like, Roche, I'm sorry. Because, you know, I know you even applied for this job. A friend of mine had told you, you know, about this job and it's nothing I can do. And you deserve better. I'll be interested to know of like that relationship of the white guy that got hired or if it or, or if it was any of he knew or he, you know, what I'm saying he knew anybody around the tree that. You it's know, possible. you know what I'm saying? And so, like, for me, like, I don't I'm not the one to scream like the racism card, maybe to the degree that you would, because I know we we know we we think, you know, a little different, you know, on, on certain things when it comes to this, you know, just because at the end of the day, because because if us like who Michael Jordan hired when he's a uh, right. Rod Higgins, uh, you know, he's a player yeah, no, right, right, right. on the Bulls and stuff like that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He never was in an executive role, right? You know what I'm saying? Before Jordan put him up there, but that was his guy. He looked like him and stuff like that. And so, when I look at like even like the NFL, like the the owners, you know what I'm saying? Like they, you know they they who I'm about to say that they they don't work for the NFL. The NFL works for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like to me this is almost like your boy Kaepernick situation almost he kind of like to me kind of like taking like a Kaepernick approach yeah, I, I don't if he ever coaches in the NFL again that will shock the hell out of me I don't think that that's going to happen again nah I, I don't think so he he come to TSU though you know what I'm saying he's going to be our defensive coordinator OC you know whatever you kind of want to do with he, that if he found the class action lawsuit I'd say man go for 500 million and settle for 3 <laughs> I mean cuz again like I said you're not coaching the NFL again I don't think so yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. It's you know what I'm tough. saying? So, like, and if that happens and then you actually get a legit shot. Yeah. Because I think that if he does, it'll be a scapegoat situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll try to do him on, like, some Mark Jackson stuff in the NBA. Yeah. Where it's like, because Mark Jackson built up Golden State. Yeah. You know, and, and, and even in that situation, like, people can say what they want to because I think one of the owners of Golden State is homosexual. But mm-hmm. the, okay. what he said was when they asked him about Jason Collins, when Jason Collins came out, Mark Jackson said, I'm praying for his family. That was the homophobic statement that he made. He didn't say that he's going to hell. He didn't say that that's ungodly. He said, right. I'm praying for his family. Mm-hmm. That that was the statement that he made. And so they twisted that in to say, oh, he's homophobic and everything. But if that was a if that was a white male, because we have guys like George Carl, who players have said that he was a racist coach uh-huh. and that he has said some racist things. Look at how many jobs George Carl had. Uh-huh. And he had a history of people saying that he was a racist. And look at how many jobs he got in the NBA. 
I mean, we go through Denver, Seattle, right. Milwaukee. Like he, I mean, dude was all over the NBA. And to your point, what well, was well, some of you were saying kind of earlier, like we talk about like racism in the workplace now. Like for me, the same job I say that I got because uh, I knew somebody. Not two weeks in, you know, I had somebody trying to get me fired, mm-hmm. you know, because of basically how I looked. You know what I mean? When I did my walkthrough in, Mark hit me up. It's like, man, you know, come, can you come up here now? I was like, yeah, man, let me go. Let me go to the house, shower up, clean up, put something on. I'm like, no, nah, man, let's come over here now. And at that time, I got my Mariners baseball jersey on, backwards cap, earring in, you know, I like. I'm not hey, come on, right. come on, come on, come on, right? Well, so this is this this is drug dealer JB when you were still slinging. Yeah, this is this is this is uh, double bag boy. This, JB. this cocaine white uh, JB, you okay. know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, I'm 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 going through BMF JB. <laughs> I'm going through the spot, right? Just going through, and I'm seeing a lot of older, you know, white people mm-hmm. just looking at me, just like, oh, this is must be uh, Mark's nephew or something. I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm, I'm right, getting right. that look, right? Not that I'm a prospective person. About to get a job, like right. yo, this is Mark. Oh, hey, uh, Jamal, how you doing? You know, da 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 da. I'm fine, da da. You know, and um, next week I got the job. You know, the same look. This one lady, I ain't gonna say her name, but you know, every meeting I'm going to, like, I get out the meeting. She don't know who I know, so they come to me. You know, so and so saying you went to sleep in the meeting. You know, that like what? Da da. Then she going behind me in my cubicle. Looking, oh, oh, he on the internet. He doing, you know, da, 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 like, you know, going to the people. She don't know who I know. And so these people coming back, coming and, telling, back, and, telling coming back and telling me. And so she, in, long story short, she ended up getting let go. Hmm. They put her out somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And so, but. You mean, what's it say? Be careful for the noose that you make for somebody else. Because it might be in, it might be the same rope you end up hanging from yourself. Right. And so when you. when you, Didn't it happen? That, that's biblical, ain't it? Didn't it happen with uh, Haman in the Bible? With Esther, you know, like uh, Esther was, he he was trying to kill all the, you know the Jews and stuff like yeah. that, and he had made all the nooses and stuff like that, and then they ended up hanging him. Yeah, okay, I didn't think about that. Okay, but but even within that, like to me, hiring to me is that's way tougher. But but when you get in it, just like with anybody, I'm sure Vic has, you know, experienced some stuff. But when you Crown has never experienced racism in his he life, he never experienced it ever. Yeah. He went to Bolden. He went yeah, to he, Bolden. He's definitely experienced racism. Yeah, he doesn't. He he probably spent experience there two or three times a week. But um, yeah. you know, just going to study hall. You see, <laughs> you see how we, you see how I'm able to own it when I'm wrong because I just made a blanketed statement because I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, but obviously, when he said Bolden, I was like, yeah, he did go to Bolden. He definitely has experienced racism. He has experienced. Well, you know, it. my cousins went to Bolden, like, and that that was, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was different, but the whole the the racism thing as far as in the hiring practices, like, bro, like I look at it, you know, I'm like, well, to get on, I think it's more so about fit, but when you in there, that's why I think the the black stuff, you know, maybe hinder you because now, now we in there, like, I ain't gonna, well. Look, I, well, I, I can't say. I just say where I was at yeah, before. I know, right? I'm looking at what I said, but you know, certain employees, you know, they'll they'll use the MF word and kind of go off and say certain things, right? But so it's what do they say this in a meeting or just in a um, just kind of in a casual a casual setting. conversation. Yeah, but 
if one of us say it, you know, it's a different vibe. It's a different tone to where now it may be more aggressive or more threatening if we, you know what I'm saying? And like, just truth be told, like, but we know that already. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, I ain't tripping on it, but it's like, I know certain things that, you know, shouldn't be said preferably by me because, you know, I'm, I'm not a light-skinned dude. You know what I'm saying? I think light-skinned dudes maybe get a little past in certain instances. You know what I mean? But I mean, no, Vic used to get away with a lot of stuff for being light-skinned. Or maybe acting light-skinned. I don't know. One of them. Vic, not you. <laughs> oh, I can say this stuff because, see, y'all don't know. Like, I told Crown, Crown was supposed to have a mic so he could participate. And y'all are like, who is this Crown guy that they speak of? So y'all are going to have to follow him at Crown901. We going to get Crown. We going to get Crown um, on here. We, yeah, you don't have man, to see his Crown face, is like, man, but you can hear his voice. And though. it's probably going to be edited out because, like, I had cussed him out before we started shooting because <laughs> we had talked about this he did, before y'all. we started. And it was like, he oh, did. okay, yeah, you can plug the mic up. And then we started. I'm like, where's my – oh, I ain't getting on the mic. So I had some harsh words. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Did, and and don't get don't get it twisted. Like Crown is literally like a brother to me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And so he he's got he know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but he he got some good input. Um but now like so so like when we say acting light skin, what does that mean when somebody acts light skinned? When somebody acts light skinned, at least in my view, you know what I'm saying? When they act light skinned, they you know, I think of um, what is it, El Barge. <laughs> you know, um, night and day. Then I said, "My you not." You know, he he on the video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I think about when I you know think of like light skin, like um, just and, kind and of El Barge. Actually, by the way, had the best version of it. That's the original. The Elder Bars is the original. It's the Elder Bars, the in Black Street, then Tupac. I got. I don't know if I heard go back and listen. Yeah, that's the original. That's where Black Street sampled it from. I might need to listen to that. Man, when I tell you, that's the best one. I might need to listen to that one. Like me. So, but but it's interesting though, because check this out. You know that that comes from because we're talking about this racial stuff. Like that is even steeped back in like slave times. Was that because essentially like the lighter slaves were okay okay. mixed. You know, yeah. that they had been, you know, Having probably birthed the, by yeah. somebody that was that owned the slaves, whether it was the uh, one of the women in the house who had an undercover baby that they didn't want to get rid of. But like yeah. they didn't want nobody to know right. that, you know, little Missy didn't got pregnant or whatever. So she had the baby in secret and that that child grew up in the house yeah. as, as like a cook or a butler or something like that or massed and raped one of the, the women. You remember the John Holly Bear was in back in the day? Queen? Queen. Yeah. Queen? yeah, Queen, exactly. Yeah, because she was uh, a product of a rape or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so essentially okay. the lighter-skinned slaves a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, we're the ones that like if we because you already know the three of us, you already know where we would have been at. <laughs> yeah. We'd have been uh like the episode of the boondocks, we'd have been in the field, take our black asses <laughs> out of here. We'd have been in the field singing that. Yeah, um would have been in the field. But if we were like, okay, we finna go revolt, like our light skinned brethren right. would be the one going back telling Master, uh Massa, uh 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 the president and the executive and the crown, they's a trying to take over. Like, and <laughs> right. so now we're getting whipped or book broke or whatever because yeah. they went and snitched on us. And so they kind of had a bourgeois attitude as if they were better 
to where as if like they did something, mm. they wouldn't get the same treatment that we got. And they, they would feel some type of way when they got the same treatment that we got. Yeah. And uh and you know what I like about uh Steven and Django, the the character that Samuel Jackson Django, played. Yeah. Steven acted he's the epitome of acting light skinned, but I like the fact that they got a darker actor mm-hmm. to be that but he was acting light skinned. And so it's no like, you know, don't get it twisted, like we're not looking down on our lighter brethren or sistering. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know my brothers, you know my dad, like, you know a lot of my cousins. Pop. Like, they all, hey, they all, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I have a family full of acting light-skinned. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's no beef, but it's just funny because in certain situations, um, even in the hiring process, that they will hire a lighter-skinned black person yeah. before they will me or you. Or cram because they feel less threatened by right. that person. It's an image, you know what I'm saying? It's an imagery thing, you know what I'm saying? That that can, you know, play a part into that. You know what I mean? So continue with that executive mindset. Most definitely keep it presidential. Salute. Riva Dirty. Bow.